Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that brings together well-known friends to talk through three thought-provoking questions over three glasses, or probably in today's case, three bottles of wine. Because this week... How dare you! I'm joined by Dave Ferry. A man who's up with a lark at the crack of every dawn, presenting his weekday breakfast show on Absolute Radio. He's a new dad to a beautiful daughter. And to anyone lucky enough to know Dave, as I have for many decades now... The thought of Dave being a dad is both heartwarming and alarming. <laughs> because he's just really grown up. Hey, Kate. Hi, Dave. Hey, pod subscribers. What an intro. It was going so well until the decades bit. And sitting alongside Dave, he's brought in one of his best mates, uh, a former MTV and XFM colleague, Alex Zane. Hi, Kate. Thanks, Thanks for oh, having me. Boys. It's great to be here. I found some random things out about you both that I didn't know, Uh-oh. mainly about how you were scouted and discovered. So, Alex, you quit medical school. You were doing stand-up at the Edinburgh Fringe. I was, yeah, in 2002. Yeah, I was doing a, an Edinburgh stand-up show, an hour, and just completely by chance, the age-old adage, you know, part of getting on in this industry is luck. NTV were in the room, and I was there in my big sort of baggy jeans with my cool long hair, looking a lot younger than I do now. And they went, uh, do you want to come and screen test? And I was like, yeah. And I screen tested, and I met Dave. Uh, around the same time, who hadn't had to screen test, and I was well. immediately in competition with him, <laughs> and that has existed for the following 20 years. This is true. 
Now, Dave, <laughs> you were discovered. It's true. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> you were discovered screaming the odds at Cheltenham Athletic Match, which is where most people will find you come a weekend. Um, that was my medical training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then you went on to, to work as, as well as the TV presenter for Nickelodeon. So you were discovered. And I've seen you in full football mode. Right, yes. Yeah. Why would they think you were suitable for children's television? Well, the the answer to that is um, I met a director at Nickelodeon who, I mean, I, I do, I, I chant from time to time, but I'm not a really screamy, shouty football fan, to be honest. Go on, boys. Yeah. And then I'll just... <laughs> nice one, chat. <laughs> then I'll just, I'll just go, hey, pipe down, everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to watch. What, you, Kick that bloody ball. <laughs> you know, funny enough, I did ask this question to the exec producer at the wonderful kids television uh, station that was Nickelodeon. And the thing that swung it for me was how I was interact with the two puppies pits. One was called Rude and one was called Bogey and apparently even though I'd done no TV at all, everyone who auditioned models and everyone else, they would all look at the puppeteer who was obviously laying on the floor out of shot. Mm. They'd all look down. Whereas maybe it's because I have a simple childlike mind. <laughs> uh, but, but I was like playing with Rude's antlers. He was a reindeer by the way. And like really kind of interacting with the puppets and they kind of liked that I could suspend the belief particularly for children's television. And um, You were in? They, I was in, yeah. You've never stopped working since? No. Well done, Dave. No. I still work with puppets now, some could say. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, right? I was like, are you gonna are you gonna let that Ooh, I go? Should've, I should have gauged the room yeah, a bit right? better than that. Yeah, oh, I once babe. interviewed Miss Piggy and Kermit on the set of a Muppets movie. It is oh. really weird when you've got the puppeteer down yeah. there. It is. Yeah. You, the trick is don't look down. No. In any situation. So anyone listening to this, one of your many, many, many subscribers who are looking to get into television, always look the puppet in the eye. <laughs> Especially if it's called Rude or Bogey. <laughs> Jesus. But listen, you two, when you first were thrust together by MTV, let me just set the scene. It's the early 2000s. MTV is the place to be. I'd worked there beforehand. It's like the nursery slopes of telly. You can do hours and hours on air. You're working with really cool pop stars and rock stars. You go to the MTV Awards. Life is good, mm. my friend. But you two did not like each other. Dave, I'm going to quote you. <laughs> what? You Wait, did not. What Dave, you, you said? You told the Guardian newspaper, Alex and I have been on a bumpy road to what's become a loving bromance. There's a happy ending. We overcame a period of shared dislike and even exchanged physical blows. What the? <laughs> Do you want, I mean, I, I've forgotten that. That was, that was a, yeah, that was a, <laughs> oh my God. That was a XFM. Do you want to know why? This is how competitive we are. We were doing a competition. Well, I think we're, we're, we put it in the we're, past Yeah, absolutely. That's fair to say, that isn't is. it? Yeah, that is fair to say. Shut up, Dave, I'm speaking. <laughs> um, look at me, Kate, look at me. <laughs> This is how ridiculous we were and competitive we were at the time. At the time. Um, at the competition was to see who could hold their breath the longest on camera. And I accused Dave of breathing through his nose and cheating. <laughs> and Sorry. that's how Sorry. it turned into a big physical yeah. stand-up in the office. There was no me? punches thrown. There was just a bit of argy-bargy pushing like, you are breathing through your nose. <laughs> May I say, though, there was there was some rivalry to begin with, and I think that's understandable. We were both like twenty three years old, and young bucks, young bucks, and all that kind of you know toxic masculinity in, in the room. But I think Alex and I, and at the time we would have only been about twenty four, twenty five, and you don't even remember this, but we went into the dressing rooms at MTV and we sat and like kind of had it out and talked it through and spoke about what our issues were with with and, and it turned out it was issue, the issues I I said to Alex this was my issue. This isn't your fault. I'm being an idiot. I apologise. Mm -hmm. 
And then, cut to five years later, we're then having a fight in the reception at XFM. (laughs) But but we've been so close. And the reason I got the job at XFM was thanks to Alex. So, you know, again, I apologise to him. But there's something um, that that I can't put a price on the fact that Alex and I have, even though we're different guys, we're different broadcasters, we've had different jobs. But to know somebody who has experienced some of the things that you have. Our careers pretty much have mirrored each other's in terms of the length of time, at least, that we've been doing it. And it's good, you know, we have you you do need to be able to talk to someone. Uh, about everything and about the know. circus that we yeah. occupy. There you go, Kate. And, and it is. And well, you, actually, know, you know it as well. We'll put you into that, right, that triangle. Listen, those glasses are looking suspiciously empty. First question, boys. If you could relive one day from your professional lives because it was that good, or oh, that stupidly ridiculous, <laughs> what day would it be? Use a glass. It's like a Radio 4 <laughs> production, isn't it? <laughs> the old man crept up the gravelly driveway. <laughs> there, was the a rap, there was a rap at the door. <laughs> Want another drink, Mama? <laughs> Oh, this could be. Uh, join us next week when we're still talking to Dave and Alex. <laughs> this is a two-parter, right? Three. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. so relive, a, relive a, a day from our working lives. Just one day that you could go back. I, well, um, for to change the day. Yeah. The day I would relive to change things. And I've never told anybody this story before. Go on, Dave. But I took over the breakfast show on a radio station called XFM. Um, and I, one of the first things we tried to do was get a really good guest in, and we got Liam G. I know you know Liam Gallagher, Kate. Liam Gallagher, yeah. Tried to get Liam, which what book Liam Gallagher, and which, we, which is which is frisky when you're live. Well, well, we didn't do it live. This was the thing we pre-recorded it after the show. So yeah. I did, I did, I'd done a couple of live shows, and then Liam came in on like the Wednesday morning at like ten, and we pre-recorded this interview with him, and it went really well. And I went for a beer with him, and I'm a massive Oasis fan, so it was kind of like a great thing for me to, to, to do. And then my friend called me, and he was kind of like, oh, you out and about, because they knew that my, a lot of my friends know I'm around in the daytime, effectively. Which is where all the troubles began, <laughs> to be fair. Um, is that what we call them? Yeah, the, the, troubles. Troubles. <laughs> the troubles. No one speaks of the troubles anymore, of course. I'm a changed man. Um, anyway, so um, so I um, so I go out with, with my friends. And then, um, anyway, um, I... The following day, I wake up and um, I'm kind of looking around the house and it's daylight and I'm kind of coming to and I'm, I'm blinking a lot and I'm thinking it's really bright for five o'clock in the morning, which is when I normally get collected. Ooh. And four days into this brand new breakfast show, I've overslept and missed it. <gasps> so, oh my God, so, it No, no, it gets worse than I'm that. I'm hiding under so my I, turtleneck. So I, call, so I call my producer mm. and I'm like, oh my God, I am so, so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. And he says... What are you sorry for? I said, I can't believe I've missed the show. This is so unprofessional. And he said to me, you did the show. Oh! <laughs> you were properly limbed. I, I only went for one beer with Liam. I can't blame him. It's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> I, um, I, 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 I did the show because we had all of the Liam stuff pre-recorded. We were, we were playing that out, and apparently I was perfectly capable of going, and this is what happened when I caught up with Liam, and that was all I had to do, which is low-hanging fruit for any broadcaster. Yeah. Did that. I went. Str- I said, I feel a bit ropey because I'm hungover. Apparently, I got a taxi home, went to bed, and I woke up about one o'clock in the afternoon um, and just was so befuddled by my state that I called in and apologised for not doing the show. And you had. And I had. I almost oh, got away with it. It wasn't for you pesky drinking in the day. <laughs> drinking in the day, which is what wow. we're doing right now. But in fact, we should probably open the second one. Have another one. Come on. I was hosting New Year's Eve at the O2 with Elton John, and Elton wasn't in the finest of moods. 
Because he, ha he hadn't been able to, <laughs> to land his helicopter due to bad weather. All sorts of things. Anyway, Elton was just trying to, you know, get on stage, do his set. But obviously we had to hit midnight because I was counting it in on Greenwich Mean Time. You know, that's... So anyway, Alan decides, right, he's just banging out these songs and he decides it's going to get to New Year early. I'm going... What, he's like speeding going, them up because he's, go, so he's in a band mode. I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind, put that words. He starts yeah. old Lang Syne early, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's five seconds to New Year. Five, four, three, two, one. And you know what it's like when you're on live, you're live, and they're in your ear, you've got a live gallery, and they're going, no, you can't. And I was like, oh, so I think I went on and said something like, Elton, that sounded so good. Let's do it again. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's really nice. Okay, let's start the countdown, everyone. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> really slow. Seven minutes. Yeah. I, uh, I remember he, 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 get, he can get like that, Kai, can help. And there was a bit. At, I love um, him, though. He's fantastic. I love and like, him. he'd been Ooh. waiting for ages because premieres are a long thing. And I was doing the Rocketman premiere. And. Um, the people, everyone on stage was uh, talking and he was the final person to bring out because you bring out Elton last and you could hear him in the wings because he'd been waiting for ages. He goes, can you stop talking now, you <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you kept that. Yeah. Yeah, great. And my, my favourite uh, day at work um, was meeting my idol, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, oh, the, late, right. great Burt the late great you've Burt got, Reynolds. Uh, you've got a smoking the bandit poster in your house. Haven't got you? smoking the bandit poster ah. in my house. Yeah, when I was at school, this is going back to when I was like seven years old. This is how long I'd loved Burt Reynolds ever since I saw Smoking the Bandit. We were once asked to put the name of a historical figure in a hat, and other people would pick <laughs> them out and they'd write an essay on them. And the teacher pulled out Burt Reynolds and went, "Who wrote this?" And I misread her tone, and I was like, it was me! <laughs> and she went, detention! <laughs> but yeah, I met him in L.A. Again, big loss to medicine. <laughs> <laughs> now, I met him in L.A. Oh, wow, so what was he like? <laughs> he was amazing. We had this great interview, and at the end of the interview, he goes, listen, that was a great interview. I'm going to remember your name. What is it? And I'm like, it's Alex Zane. And he's like, Alex Zane, that was a great interview. Thank you very much. Following day, completely by chance, walk into a bar on Sunset Strip and Burt Reynolds is in there with some friends and I walk in with my friend and I'm like, listen, I don't want to be, you know, you know, the big guy here, but I kind of know Burt Reynolds. <laughs> and my friend is like, no, you don't. I'm like, oh, I, I, if we go oh, over, he'll know who I am. And my friend goes, right, let's do it. So we go over oh, and I'm all embarrassed. And I'm like, hey, uh, Bert, how you doing? He's like, hey. I'm like, yeah, so uh, we, uh, we met yesterday. I interviewed you. And he went, that's right, yeah. Alan, isn't it? Alan Zone. <laughs> <laughs> and forevermore, my friend has called me Alan oh, Zone. Alan Zone, we should set up an Instagram on. account called Alan Zone. Alan Zone's brilliant. Dr. Alan um, Zone. Do thank you. <laughs> Dr. Alan Zone. <laughs> Um, what I wanted to know from you both is when was the first time that you ever truly felt like a fully blown adult? Whew. When I'm waiting for that to happen. Okay? I'm <laughs> sure. On. I'm sure people have, have said that on the podcast before. Um, one thing I have no noticed, and it, it, with doing with doing the dad pod, uh, the, one of those milestones of, of adulthood is obviously when you become a father or a mother, and otherwise the, known as a parent. A parent. But one of the yeah, but one of the 
What? Alex just snorted wine. Oh. <laughs> he did what? Yeah. A um, father. <laughs> or... A Never mother. Coming. <laughs> or a, 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 a pair. It's like being on pointless, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you you can be my celebrity teammate on pointless if we ever do it. <laughs> God, a I mother. First. A father. <laughs> I, I, I only lasted to the second round on pointless. I, I, it was I'm, good at, I'm good at pointless. Anyway, I di- listen, oh. wait, I don't digress. <laughs> you two are being horrible. <laughs> Um, yeah, grow up, Alex. Anyway, uh, yeah, sorry. Anyway, nothing makes you feel more unlike an adult <laughs> than becoming a parent, which is when you're meant to be an adult. Yeah, because you're just terrified. It's just I don't know what I'm doing. There, where's the adults in this situation? Come Did you on. Feel like that. I felt like I could, I, even down to the simplest thing of like, I was an expert swaddler in the hospital. I could swaddle my daughter because I knew that there were very capable, wonderful NHS nurses around the place who would go, "Sorry, Dave." Not let me right. let me re-swaddle. But I was an expert swaddler. But but no, it's you know that those all those things that you you think oh this is fine. My parents did this. Their parents for them, etc. We can do this, and it just kind of you feel so uh, so it's, ill-prepared I, I, I and exposed. Totally it's like I feel like a, I, I feel like when I have to have adult conversations, like when you're in the bank and you're talking about remortgaging, uh, I I think at some point they're going to go. So you want to remortgage? I'm like yes, please. I'd like to remortgage. They're going to suddenly go. You're not an adult. You're, a, you're okay, an if you, imposter. If you pop off and get your mum. We'll talk about the remortgage for God you. God sees him. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you bank with? I bank at a maximum security <laughs> prison. Imperial bank. Yeah, they're also also But yeah, I just I don't the mo- the most adult I felt is recently because and um, while I'm not a, a mother, father, or parent, uh, I do have uh, and you have every right to be all three of those I things. One very day, much. my friend, especially uh, with your drag. <laughs> Thanks very much. You're yeah, well. yeah. Check out. Did my we have that conversation yeah. off air? Because if so, <laughs> you're going to have... need to contextualise that, Kate. I mean, oh, we have explained especially briefly. with your drag. <laughs> I'm not in drag right Thanks now. Thanks for downloading, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Alex does like to occasionally slip into something. Every Halloween, I I answer a lot of questions that I ignore for the other 364 days of the year. So yes, that's <laughs> that's my therapy. What are they? Why is Dave trying to hump me? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, but I recently got a, a, a new puppy, um, a, a little blue. Oh, so adorable! Yeah, a little blue whippet, uh, a little blue, blue whippet puppy. Right, like so gray. right. What's, what's yeah. his, okay, thank Not you. Not like for, a Smurf dog, right? Thanks very much. Because I've tell been calling it. Tell his name. Tell him his name. His name is Simon, and <laughs> I've called <laughs> nice. him Simon. Yeah, I like human names for dogs. Thank you. My friend has a dog called Nigel. That's great. Yeah, I we called him we called him Simon because um, we want to be standing in the park shouting Simon Simon and people be like have you lost a child <laughs> I just think <laughs> when was the it. last time a child was <laughs> named it. Simon though that's the thing you ask yourself true, are yeah. there any are there any I, children um, listening or parents this right now mm-hmm. who are called Simon or have named their children Simon I tell you what really kids names and dogs names are swapping over Dogs are taking human names and kids are getting names like Tiger. Is it how the um, Planet of the Apes started? Or? <laughs> no, I'm confused. That <laughs> Planet of the Dogs, yeah. Um, Shh, stop giving away our big ideas. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> okay, we've come on. Shh, stop talking about Planet of the Basically, dogs. if any film producers out there want to uh, remake uh, Planet of the Apes with dogs, Dave and I have got a script a that we're idea. working on. Thanks. I've watched, it. I've watched yeah. all the talking dog films with my son. Well, there you go. This is yeah. right, right up your Beverly street. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Are you kidding me? <laughs> watched, Bloody brilliant. I watched Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3 with my niece, Alice. 
brilliant. It's a great day. <laughs> Alex, you're this, a film critic. Yeah. Can tell us about Beverly Hills this Chihuahua. Is, this is the most airtime the Beverly Hills Chihuahua franchise has got in a long time. <laughs> but do you know what, Alex? So you, you, they, my son's like, oh, look at that, Mum. This looks great. This is when he was much younger. And I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. If it buys me like 90 minutes of not having to do something great, let's, let's watch it. And then you get yourself sucked in. And then I find myself going, shouting upstairs to him, Ben, <laughs> Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2's on. <laughs> Come down now. Look what Santa downloaded for you from Sky. It's like when people watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy back to back. You do the same with Beverly Hills Chihuahua 1, 2 and 3. Yeah, Bloody classic. It's the same story arc. It's a redemptive arc, particularly for the Great Dane. <laughs> The dogs made you feel like a fully blown. Well, it's just, I mean, for yeah. me, what's happened is it's it's been amazing. We've had him for two weeks, and it, it, it's it's just it's astonishing how quickly you go from alphabetizing your DVD collection to cleaning up dog shit at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's been a real eye opener. Yeah, I'm but not- he's beautiful, and I'm massively in love with him in that scary way. Like films that. Uh, Films. Oh, look at Simon. Yeah, I, did, Simon. I saw Simon on that, your that's, By the way, that's Alex's Instagram, not my home. I've been <laughs> yeah. sneaking in and photographing my friend's dog. Oh, he's got, <laughs> Do you want to see some photos of Dave's kids? <laughs> Alex, you're two weeks into being the, the parent of a dog. Dave, Evangeline is now what, seven, eight months? She's ten months. Ten months? Yeah, she's at, her birthday's on the 5th of December. Has it dawned on you yet that this is forever and there's no let up? There's no weekends. This is it. Like, yeah, it has. I, <laughs> but I'm, I, but I'm, I'm really pleased about that. I think that just how much she has changed since she was born is quite remarkable. And one of the pieces of of, of dad advice that I got was kind of about savoring every moment. So true. And you know, you even mentioned that, Kate, when we were walking walking into the studio today. It just how quickly it it, it changes, evaporates actually. Yeah, and like the, you have the, a kid and, the, and they fast forward your life. But there's things that I there's things that I'm, I. I'm not going to lie. This is making me not want to have a. Kid. Oh, this is the best <laughs> contraception you'll ever find. Well, no, I'm, I'm everything I say. Maybe I'm, I'm the tone isn't right because I've had a bottle and a half of Chablis. But, <laughs> <laughs> but but the but but I mean this in a, in a really in, in a kind of positive way, as in that I'm really looking forward to the adventure that we have together oh, going forwards. You're gonna. Love yeah, no, and I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm really loving it now. But what, what's so fleeting about it is, is the moment—a moment that you really love—and you're like, "Oh, she's doing this now." You only get to hold on to that moment for a, a, probably a week. Totally. And, and then, and, you know, and by the, the time I finish this, I'll probably get home and she'll be smoking in the doorway, going, "All right, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> but oh, you were crawling a moment ago. <laughs> That's so sweet. But you're right. What you say, Al, they can bend time. Babies have the ability. I'll literally, I've put something on pause before and gone. I'll just go and check on Evangeline, and Evangeline's doing something. And then by the time I get back, it's three days later, and the TV's <laughs> gone into that standby countdown mode, which always unnerves me. It's weird. It's like like it's you want to cut a wire on a bomb whenever yeah. you see that TV it's, going like. I'm going to turn yeah. off automatically. It's like it's like Logan's Run. It's like what happened to it's like what happened to us at MTV. Like a, a red spot goes off in your hand, and you're just dragged away. And then someone who looks a lot like you is replaced immediately with you on camera. Um, we believe your um, your age is going to start with a three soon. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, in telly, yeah. I'm going to have to take you out now because yeah. you're too old yeah. to yeah. be here. Um, it's awful when they do that on air. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-show. I'm it's sorry. Very Charlie Brooker, that whole thing. <laughs> we should put some phone lines around it and turn it into a public vote. Yeah. Save Alex. Call 0800. <laughs> hearing, hearing Kate say that as well gives it a real menacing yeah. kind of sincerity and reality, yeah. doesn't it? one of those like, yeah. so who's been saved? The results are in. Yeah. I feel Find like out. <laughs>
after the break. Oh, oh, God. There you go. You've taken my Logan's run analogy. Elton John's gone, and- is it my turn now? <laughs> I feel like we're in some it, it, awful no, dystopian future. New Year in early, Dave. Mm. You hate Thornton hosts a show yeah. where former MTV <laughs> presenters are assassinated <laughs> by someone who calls in. Elton John can bend time as well as kids. He just starts New Year early every year. <laughs> it's getting earlier and earlier. This, you know, this year was shorter than every other year because Elton John started Old Lang Syne in October. <laughs> with, with this, with this and, and dog Planet of the Dogs, we're, we're going we to be millionaires. Again. <laughs> we're sorted. I'm booking three seats to Los Angeles. <laughs> Let's go me, pitch. Hey, do me a favour. Would you say like... This is Planet of the Dogs. This <laughs> is Planet of the Dogs. <laughs> See? There you go, it works! I it just, works. I just, heard, oh. I just heard my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've established from your responses to that question. Is nothing. You're not adults. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Absolutely the, nothing. The question so, started with, when did you feel like an adult? And it ended with Planet of the Dogs. <laughs> Good. <laughs> There you go. Well, That's... we deep dive my love of Beverly Hills Chihuahua one and two. Oh, a deep dive on I a Chihuahua. I don't know that any of us really should have bank accounts, driving licences. No. Or children day. It, it, well, <laughs> it's, uh, what, I will, what I will say is it's interesting you talk about having Simon, having the dog and having a baby. And these are the real broad, broad strokes. But I find it's if you look at those kind of, you know, landmark moments that would define you as an adult or where you're supposed to feel like an adult, like having a house. But it's not so much having a house or having a home, whether you you bought it, been fortunate enough to do that or rent it. It's when you find yourself in wicks buying light bulbs, oh. and it's like, why am I suddenly now that person? It's not the own, it's not the home ownership or even the remortgaging. It's the I used to run around those big reels of carpet here. Mm. That seems like yesterday because you know my dad was like, "You're 26, get a job." <laughs> um, but no, I used to be running around these as a kid with my little sister, and now I'm in here. <laughs> Buying light bulbs because I know that my light bulbs are going to stop working, and now I've got to think about that. And Dave. you do that meerkat thing of when you're at home and you're just busy, and then they go, "The wick sales now on." You're like, "Really? Shit! Ten percent of laminate flooring? Got furniture? Even though I've already got I'm a floor. That. I'm actually still on the floor I've already owned, but I'm going to buy more floor." One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay. What's the final question, the Kate? Because I am wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stick with the parenting vibe, Dave. Good. By the way, Sarah Jane and my daughter are at her parents. <laughs> they have left. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here because I've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> and I haven't seen Kate in ages. <laughs> uh, no, they're away. So they're away. what I mean so is, is we're going to be doing more of this after we've done this. Brilliant. So before, if anyone thinks I'm a bad parent. You're on a day off. Yeah, but they wouldn't think I'm a bad parent because I'm the host of the very popular dad pod and I'm a good dad. The only reason they think I'm a bad parent is because of you, Kate, the host of this show, where Alex. everything ends with kind of like, Come on, Dave. That's a bit of a surprise, isn't it? <laughs> Alex, would you say that my comments towards Dave as a grown-up and slash parent were unwarranted? Uh, no, I think they've been very astute. Thank to be you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you've caused the great falling out of 2019. Punch up number three. I, I, I've, I've never heard someone call it so well, actually. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, as lot. one of his best friends, frankly, we were shocked. <laughs> So when does the intervention start? <laughs> now. Okay, so sticking with the parenting vibe, your last mm. question. Let's turn it to your own parents. If you could apologise to your parents for anything mm. past... Mm. I, I think they need to apologise to us. What would it be? <laughs> <sighs> well, I... My first lie, which I ever told, I remember I was five years old and in primary school, um, I came back after my first day. Not about nine Burt Reynolds, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and I told my mum was like Alan Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, I'm Alan. No, you're not. <laughs> my mum was like, "How was your first day at school?" And I was like, "Great." There's a trampoline in the classroom. We just played on that for a lot of the day. And she was like, "Oh, okay, fine." There was never a trampoline in that classroom, and for months she <laughs> thought there was a trampoline in the classroom. And I, it was only when she went into school and went, "Oh, you've got a trampoline. That's nice." And the teacher went, "We don't have a trampoline." She went. What? And I, could, I honestly, it was such an obscure light. I think even at five, I was testing the parameters of what you could get away with as a lie and still have someone believe you. That's, it's quite, so endearing. that's quite large. It's mm. so, it's so, as a it's lie. so kitchen sink. It's so Kez, the boy with the imaginary trampoline. <laughs> but you know, it was like, if I'd gone home and gone, oh, we've got. It's like, I am Daniel Blake. <laughs> Jesus, I'm, I'm so upset right now. I love that that's what you've isolated. I mean, for me, it's all of my teenage years. I just want to apologise for that. Oh, okay. But you've just gone for a simple trampoline. I was I was quite a good teenager, though. Like, I was the only kid at my 2,000-pupil mm. comprehensive school who carried a briefcase. So <laughs> if you can imagine that, you can imagine a, a less... Badass uh, kind of teenager. Well, let Bless me give you let me give you a measure yeah. of the man. The briefcase may be gone, but the bag that was he's got two, not one but two bottles of water in there. Should never get I... dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read the signs on the tube? They do say always carry a bottle of water just, with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's great. I, you know, Kate, I think you, you've you've hit the nail on the head. Really, I, from, you know those moments, and they're usually driven by alcohol, unfortunately. And I think it's important we do say do drink responsibly and we all do, of those at the kind end of things. Of every yeah, and, and I think that's, <laughs> but. Um, but 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 the the issue is you know there's those moments that where you know they can come back and haunt you years later you know yeah. when you've done something and you'll just be walking down the street innocently and you'll just suddenly like shudder with a memory like crawls into your mind yeah. like the girl in the ring out you know from the TV. Um, what... <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was some niche club you'd been to at night with a girl in the ring. <laughs> when you isolate it like that, it sounds so wrong. But, but those, those... make sure you do when you edit. <laughs> the, only, the only 
<laughs> the only moment. If you if you want those kind of anecdotes, I've got some. I know you have those. The Doesn't, only um, keep no, it nice. No, we are keeping it nice. The only um, the only moment that wasn't kind of fueled by my own stupidity as an adult that I really regret, and this is what leads to the apology to my parents, is as you said, Kate, just that being such a little bugger as a teenager and like they my parents worked so hard and like, to take us on holiday we, we apart from once when we went to italy we holidayed in the uk it's what we could afford it's what my parents wanted and i've got a little sister and they would you know they they and it would be a little break for them and i loved it i've got so many happy memories but i genuinely have got that moment when you hit about 14 and it's like i just don't want to be here and i'm gonna be uh, but i have what what's you nice. be a mood hoover and trash that A mood day. hoover is a great term. I, but I have apologised. I feel that it's good to talk about this knowing that I have gone to mum and dad. I'm sorry that I was like that as a teenager. They totally understand. They don't care. Horribly, they didn't even notice. <laughs> like, Why won't you notice me? And, it just, <laughs> and then I stormed up to my room and wrote some poetry. And my dad was like, you're 26. Stop running around the carpet aisle and writing poetry. This is the radio head. It's embarrassing. Get a job. But no, but and I- the three don't go together either. You can't listen to Radiohead run around carpets and write poetry. Pick one, Dave. Fake plastic water. <laughs> um, I have um, no return. But I'm glad that I did get to make the... I I have, I have apologised on press. I'm pleased I've I have. I've spent my entire adult life making up for But cringing, yeah. cringing those, at those times, yeah. And, yeah. I, I, and I'm sorry about the trampoline, Mum. The trampoline. I used to, like, brazenly just, like, try to style out massive lies. There was one occasion where I'd, I was not... My mum and dad always used to go to the Haymaker on a Friday night, which is the local estate pub. Ooh. And we weren't really supposed to have loads of friends around. But I did. <laughs> and I was banned from using the phone. You know those old dial phones? So I used to tap out like Morse code uh-huh. to ring my mates and go, they're out, come round, right? So I had all my mates round. My brother decided to just like turn up because like he lived there, as he did. And I was like, well, you can get lost. <laughs> Don't have a go at him, he's only 12. <laughs> I know. He was literally only 12, yeah. right? 12 or 13. So he'd annoyed me. He started playing his trumpet or something. So I threw one of my very stylish cowboy boots down the stairs at him because that's how we used to communicate. <clears throat> And it, and it ducked, right? And it hit our really bad double glazed front door, which had. Do you remember those that, that double glazing that had patterns in? Ours was leaves. Oh yeah, we and had that on our front door it, in right? the windows. And I just threw it at him, and then I just saw the grass, the glass grow like it was like a cartoon moment. The glass just went, <laughs> and the whole door cracked. <laughs> I thought, Shit, what am I going to do? When they, so when they got home, they were like, "Oh my god, what happened?" I'm like, "To what?" And you know when you just try to pretend it hasn't happened, like, the door like, oh my God, how did that happen? And my mum said, my dad would go, well, she's genuinely confused, Sandra. Like, always saw the good in me. And my mum was like, you little lying son of a mum. Yeah, no, so, I know what you I mean. I was like, oh, here we go, grounded again. <laughs> so I like the fact that that story involves the fact that the cowboy boot was really stylish really stylish <laughs> and also well, that's what, what I took from it when you told the moment of it flying down the stairs and hitting the glass I was going to smash one of the empty bottles against the wall because <laughs> I can't get out of that mindset we're doing a Radio 4 production <laughs> we're already at Radio 4 in your head aren't we Dave? so ultimately did you get away with it though like who, no, who, who so your mum your mum basically mum isn't stupid did you right. it on your brother because that, that's what I would have done. I'm, like, I'm totally with you. It's like, blame the sibling. It's the only and reason they, to have a sibling, yeah. isn't it? To blame so, are, you so, an, so, are you an oldest child? You're the oldest I'm the child. eldest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eldest. How you're did you child? not know this? This oh, is like, this is, this is route 101, like how to deal with anything bad is, that this, happens. They did it and they're too uh, young to argue. This is what I was like, Alex. I was horrible. I would throw literally loved ones under a bus to save myself not from... Don't say literally. You put literally in the wrong place. Don't do that. There was no bus. It was just double 
proper glazing. Yeah. But, I, you know, my mum... <laughs> that was a hell of a walk to school. Upstairs. I literally threw loved ones under the bus. <laughs> well, no, but my mum would come upstairs and go, let me just get this right, Kate. Nothing happened, but the front door cracked. I was like, mm. yeah. She's like, really? Oh, really? And my friends used to call her... Crystal Mm-mm. and Alexis, right? because she was like a ro- you never knew which oh, one you were going to get. Was she Dallas? Dynasty. Dynasty. Were you going to get Crystal or Alexis? I had them all in one. I was like, shit! What am I dealing with here? Is it Crystal or is it Alexis? Am I going to go face down in a fountain and be beaten up on a driveway? Or not that my mum ever beat me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the, the, the front- <laughs> not literally. Not literally. Right. But yeah, she could always call me out. Whereas my dad was like, well, Sandra, sometimes these things happen. You know, he <laughs> was looking for the good. I went yeah. through a snowball. Yeah. Um, me and my then girlfriend in uh, like 1997, maybe. I threw a snowball at the house window and it smashed. And it was just me and my girlfriend. <laughs> Your house time, or her the garden. house? Uh, my house. And we'd been together probably two weeks. And my mum looked out of the window furious. And instinctively, I just pointed at her. <laughs> <laughs> and did like, but kept it there for a while. I didn't like take it down. I was like, So gents, you're both hosts of your own fine podcast. How's this one been for you? Amazing, actually. I've had a great... Oh, hang on. <laughs> no, it's been really good. Thanks for having me on, Kate. Oh, no, um, genuinely, I've had a blast. I've never drunk as much wine in such a short space of time. <laughs> That's a lie. Honestly, I can't say enough good things about Dave's new podcast. I've listened to all of the episodes that have been uploaded. You've got Rebecca on there. You've got Emma Willis. You've got uh, Dad of Daughters. Who's yes, Simon really, Hooper, yeah. Yeah, he's probably just like a bit of a hero in your eyes because he's got four of He's four got daughters. four four kids, yeah, and he and, and also he's a he's a fundamentally why we started the series with him is he's a he's a working dad and it's how he he's yeah. not an influencer he hates that term and it's how he and he's campaigned for things like nappy change of facilities in gents toilets at, right. at places and so he was a very interesting guy to talk to but thank you for listening to it Kate and and it has been lovely being here so thank oh, you oh good and Alex your podcast. Mm-hmm. Is available in all good podcast outlets, yeah? That is absolutely true, yeah. Uh, yeah, all of them. Clash of the Titles. Clash of the Titles. Go see what he does with that. Yeah. So which you did, dread, you did Dread at the time of record, Dread's one. Yeah, Dread versus the Raid. Before that, we did The Fog and the Mist. So yeah. things, you know, like The Fog and the Mist is like evil clouds. So they've got to have a hook. But which, like which, something in which Dread film was it? The Oh, they knew not the Sliced Alone one. No, the Sliced Alone was awful. But the one with the guy from Star Trek... Uh, is that the one you've got? Carl done? Urban, yeah, 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 Carl yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy That's such done. a yeah, great yeah. film. It's a brilliant now. <laughs> I, I know you think I'm here, but I've left. It's a, it's a, po- <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast for movie fans. Clash of the Titles. I'll let you breathe that name in, but it's really Clash good. Clash of the it's Titles. Very so good. if you are as nerdy as these two when it comes to all <laughs> things movies, um, pop your hip- earphones in and and download. Um, as always, White Run Question Time has been produced by Kate the Mercer for Yahoo UK. Woo, Kevin! You go. <laughs> and he started this saying he wasn't he wasn't a chanter at football matches. <laughs> he saves it for podcasts. This is how he got into There's only TV. one guy. <laughs> As always, you'll love this, Dave. Our music has been provided, crafted from the fine brain of Andy Bell. Oh, Andy Bell, former Oasis guitarist, current ride guitarist bassist and all-round wonderful human being. Totally. Couldn't couldn't have said it better. If you want to check out Andy's back catalogue with Ride, Oasis or his new solo project, you should listen to it as well, Dave. It's really interesting. Oh, I didn't know he had it. Okay, good. I will. Really, really good. Lovely. Um, So thank you to Andy. And uh, please try to do as we've not. (laughs) Drink responsibly. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) Who does that? Who invites someone for three bottles of wine and then goes, now drink responsibly? (laughs) (laughs) Should we have a sandwich? <laughs> yeah. Should we eat something? That's not going to help. Just go to the <laughs>
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.